Hi, friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Before we hop into this week's episode, we want to let you know about our Business Reboot Retreat that is now open for enrollment. There are just a few seats left, and we'd love to have you join us. It's happening on Lake Norman, outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, September 17th through the 21st. Come learn and work and relax with us lakeside. Not only do we have great content for you about developing or refreshing your brand, but we are also doing website audits, learning about time management, and how to get your business finances in check. And we're also giving you your very own gorgeous mini brand photo shoot. Those details and more can be found on our website, thebusinessreboot.com, and applications are linked there and in our Instagram profile, at Business Reboot. Now let's roll on into today's episode. A few weeks ago, we were guests on John Gluck's Classic City Business podcast, where we shared all about leadership in business, the importance of community connections, and let me tell you, there were a ton of laughs. We thought you'd really enjoyed this conversation, and we wanted to share it here on our podcast. So let's get started. Hello, Athens. Welcome to the Classic City Business Podcast. Our mission, to connect our community to the local business owner. If you love Athens and love supporting the people behind our businesses, then you're in the right place. We get to know the people behind the sign. Some are legends, others are on their way. You're listening to the Classic City Business Podcast with your friend, your host, all-around great guy and owner of Generations Commercial Cleaning, John Gluck. So get ready, buckle up, hang on, here we go. Hello Athens, welcome to the Classic City Business Podcast. I'm your host, John G. And today we're connecting our community to the ladies, the women behind Business Reboot. So we're gonna start off, Melissa, Corey. Uh, Corey, I believe I asked you to go first. Introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your business, yes. what you do, and then I'm gonna get uh, uh, Melissa to do the same thing then Let's tell them about the reboot and how all that came together. Can we do it that way? Yeah, we surely can. Absolutely. Right. So thanks so much for having us. I want to start off by saying thank you, John. We so appreciate it. Um, I, I am not in Athens. I am actually located on the coast of North Carolina, just north of Wilmington. Um, but but I feel like um, I am a kindred spirit with Athens. So I have been visiting quite a bit lately, um, visiting with Melissa, working with Melissa. And my brother actually lives close to Athens. So I'm there quite a bit. But my name is Corey Frazier, and I am a brand photographer and um, a branding expert and coach. And so uh, I got my start years ago. I've been in photography since 2008 when we were um, living on the shores of Oahu. Um, my husband was a 30-year Marine, just retired a year or so ago. <clears throat> so we literally have lived all over the world, currently calling the coast of North Carolina home. But right now in my business, I work mostly with small business owners. And so really telling their brand story through impactful brand images. Um, I think we all know that the, the online space is, is where business is at as far as your marketing and branding purposes go. And then that helps people find who you are, find out what you do, and then hopefully lead them into either your physical space or your online business to work with you. And so um, we know the impact of brand visuals and it's super powerful. And so that's really what I specialize in now and work with mostly. And then also coaching those clients that I work with on how to use their brand visuals, how to um, get the biggest bang for their buck and um, where they should go, content buckets, what kind of content are you creating? 
um, you know, how, how to really tell the story of who you are, what you do, but most importantly, who you serve and what it looks like to work with you. So that's really what encompasses Corey Frazier photography um, at this current, in this current season. Just, just that, just that little, that's just all, <laughs> that's all you do. That's it. That, that was awesome. So Melissa, you want to follow that? I do, but here's the deal, John, is I haven't had my full cup of coffee yet. And Corey, just, well, let's just, take a um, five second breathe. Wait over here. Okay, one sip, pause, please. Uh -huh. <laughs> There's that. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so I am Melissa Pepin. I have owned a photography company in Athens since 2006. I don't actually shoot much anymore. So um, sorry for that false advertising, but I spent a decade. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes, Melissa. And I know. I'm sorry. You have to stick to it. Sorry, sorry. I um I shot weddings. I was predominantly a wedding photographer in Athens for a decade and a half and did the wedding scene. I was the president for Athens Wedding Professionals and um, did a lot of time connecting in with um, different organizations in town through the Junior League and things like that, where um, I just got really connected to the city and it made me fall in love with business here. Um, about two years ago, um, and I'd been for years, I'd been mentoring, I'd been speaking at different events and um, conferences and retreats and two years ago, I decided to launch a coaching business to use my years and years of expertise in running a business and being a solopreneur um, to help women build businesses more confidently. So I am currently a confidence coach for female founders. And what that means is women who have businesses, um, you know, we don't realize how um, massively our confidence affects our bottom line. It affects how we rest. It affects how we pursue new leads. It affects how we charge for our services. Um, and I'm not just talking about the, um, you know, like I feel a little bit bad about myself type situation. I'm talking about core confidence, knowing who you are, having a clear vision for who you serve um, and walking in the power of what you do so aligned that it um, grows and catapults your business and helps you to, um, serve the best for yourself, but also serve the best for, for the people that you're actually working with. So it is really wonderful. And, um, that's actually how Corey and I started our business together was that I'd done like an all call, um, just online to talk about money mindset and some things that can really impact, um, entrepreneurship. You know, when we have poor mindsets around our money, our communication, how we feel about ourselves, how we interact with other people, it can um, it can just be detrimental to how we serve our clients. And so I did an all call and Corey messaged me um, and we had been involved in a business together before that, just like off and on. And we'd been interacting for years together through whether it was ministries or different retreats and conferences that we'd both been a part of, but we never stepped into a business space together in this kind of way. And um, she reached out to me about something and I was like, I can help you with that, but here's the deal. I think we see a bigger problem that you and I could solve together. So why don't we do that instead? <laughs> and she said, okay. Let's and do it. <laughs> so I was going to ask like um, how you guys you know, what that interface looked like. So you guys knew each other prior to this venture, casually. We knew of each other. <laughs> we knew of each other, yes, kind of. It wasn't like we were dear friends and had known each other for years. Um, we we knew each other in, in specific circles of business, retreats, ministry, that sort of thing. Okay, yeah. well, that's that was actually where I was going to go. Melissa, you basically answered like three of my questions I was going to ask you. So you oh took me off. Thanks, track. Melissa. Thanks, Our Melissa. Lot. <laughs> so Corey, Corey, from your perspective, then what was um, what was that conversation like? Like, hey, you're 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 she's reaching out to you or you're reaching out to her about one specific thing. And you're like, hey, there's a bigger picture here. 
when she's when she's pitching this to you or bringing it up what's what's going through your mind at that time well, it's one of those things that, and I want to, I want to impress upon all of your listeners that one single conversation can lead to an entirely new business. I mean, like, like have the conversations get in the circles with people that, um, you know, are aligned with some of the things that you're aligned with. So Melissa and I had that conversation, oh gosh, you know, probably two years ago, a year and a half ago. And as we're talking, we're realizing, hey, wait a minute, like this goes beyond this this initial conversation that we're having. We are seeing the same holes or the same problems um, that other small business owners, especially female founded businesses, we're, we're seeing these, these topics and these um, pain points and these struggles come up time and time again. Also, because we had been to retreats Similarly, we've been to workshops in in the in the similar, um, let's say, realm or, or vein of education. We were like, you know what? There, there's something that might be missing. Um, the more we talked, the more we realized that there were different ways to serve than we're currently um, being served in, in certain ways. And so we said, why don't we continue this conversation over the next couple of months and let's see where it goes. And as we would talk every single time, we were like, okay. This, this is something important that we have in our hands and we feel um, very driven to bring this message and, and this style of education, this style of support, the style of leadership um, to, to the forefront and, and let's see who else um, feels called to it and could be served by it. So before we jump to the next segment, then let's let's talk about that. What What is that vision? What is that um, pain? What is that need that you're, you're feeling? Uh, give us an example of what that looks like. What maybe what maybe you saw that said, "Hey, look, there is a gap here, and we think that we can fill it." What what did that what's, what what does that look like? Well, the pandemic hit, and we saw people because Corey and I are like the old ladies in the photography industry, um, yeah. in the creative industry, where we'd been doing it for. I mean, you don't normally hit double digits <laughs> when you do this kind of work. Um, and we sat down in a conversation, like her on her floor, me on my floor and us uh, on video. And we said, man, 2020 just wrecked so many people. And for the kind of work that we were doing, um, it was at a complete halt when you can't, you know, when you're not supposed to leave your house, you cannot go take pictures. And so we said, you know, started looking around and then all of a sudden another year passed and it was 2021. And we started seeing creative entrepreneurs who had been at the head of the game. They were the leaders. They were the only faces that you would see um, who were talking about progress in our industry um, and in creative industries as a whole, because it wasn't just photographers. It was writers and bloggers and designers and, um, you know, graphic designers and all kinds of things. Um, we saw them, these industry leaders closing their door saying, I'm burnt out. This is hard. Everything's terrible. I hate this. We're done. And um, we said, hold on, wait, <laughs> what has happened is they have fallen out of love with the back end of their business. They can't make the numbers work. They are banking on, you know, in some cases, um, popularity instead of actual solid content. Like you can only fluff your way for so long and repeat the same things for so long and speak to the same audience for so long um, before they can, you know, it becomes predictable what you're going to say. And so we started seeing these people fall off and we were like, this is what happens when you um, have industry leaders and they're kind of in an echo chamber and they're, they're the only ones that are speaking to people. We know that there are places and there are people that need to be served that feel intimidated by this type of leadership. We know that there are people that need to be served 
that um, that could step into leadership that aren't normally given a chance. And we just want to help people fall in love with the back end of their business, feel really solid with things like their contracts and, and all the legal things and all the tax prep and all the strategy and the mindset work that it takes to run a business for longevity. Um, and if we can show them how we've done it, because again, we started a really long time ago. Social media had just started. Um, you know, I remember when people started blogs and people were calling me saying, you really need to start a blog. And I was like, I do not want to do that, but I did. And so I started a blog in 2006 and it's, it is all the things that now, um, like we're seeing a resurgence of business being done the way it used to be. And we realized like most of the people who started when we did are gone. So it's time for us to step up and show people how we used to do it and how they can continue to do it because that structure um, and that foundation leads to longevity. And that's what we want for people. And, and we also noticed that people were not diversifying their income within their businesses. And that was something that Melissa and I have been doing for years because when the pandemic hit, if you solely were bringing, if you were, let's just say a photographer and you were solely bringing in income by working face-to-face -face with clients and you didn't have any other offer that you could do, or you couldn't in a, you know, a real pinch, which was um, hashtag pandemic, if you could not pivot and figure out a way to serve those clients um, within the legal, you know, rules of your state, your town, you know, your district, wherever you lived, um, you know, you, you needed to be able to to continue working and continue bringing in income. And so we noticed that there were a lot of, especially female owned businesses that did not diversify their income, did not diversify their offers enough, did not have things tiered out to where they could continue operating even during really, really hard seasons, whether it's a family season or whether it's a personal health season or whether it's a global pandemic season. Like we are really, really passionate about survival with your business through all the seasons that you're going to face. And we've been in it long enough to have, have ridden the, the wave of many seasons in our, our lives and our businesses. And so that was another thing with the reboot that we were very, very, um, in, in our intention was there to make sure that people could take a bird's eye view of their business and say, where else can I create revenue streams within these offers that I currently have? Or maybe I need to create some new offers. So that's something that we really work through with through our business reboot. So when I was uh, reading some of this, some of my audience knows I have have dyslexia. So when I read, I have to be very intentional and look at it. And when I looked down, I uh, I was reading some of this stuff and I was being kind of quick to be perfectly honest. And it was, I was reading fall back in love with your business. And I don't know if I read that correctly because you just said something. It was about falling back, falling in love with the back end of your business. So right. are both of those statements true? Okay, all right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you said something to me that there's obviously a lot of wisdom in diversifying anything, your business, your products. You talked about that. Did I, did I hear you correctly? Were you guys kind of on top of this? How did, how did 2020 affect you going in, in terms of adjustment? Were you already kind of diversifying what you're doing or was this when the problem was like, oh my gosh, we need to do this. And is it different for, for either of you? Does that question make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we both were, 
we both were diversifying what we what we had. We were working with another company, like helping yeah. sell their own their products. We were doing. We had both plunged ourselves into education in other ways before. Um, and truthfully, we'd even tried other partnerships before. Well, Corey Corey had tried other partnerships, and it's not that they didn't work. It just wasn't the right time. Like that was. <laughs> we will be the first people to tell you that there is absolutely a spiritual component to your business, <laughs> and we felt like at that moment God was like, "No, it will work," because we both had this deep desire to do business with someone else, but, um, it took a lot of stepping out on our own individually before that came to fruition for us. And so, um, so yeah. And, and to, to go back to the falling in love with your business, it is about falling in love with how you serve instead of selling, but how are you serving? Mm -hmm. You have to love that part. How do you fall in love with the back end of your business? You cannot be afraid of things like your numbers. You cannot be afraid of things like the strategy systems. If you are a Corey, the word system makes you break out in hives. And, um, and I don't like it either, but we, we laugh because we were like, there's so many things that we do that we didn't realize we were doing, um, for years and, um, and systems was one of them. And so we realized that if you get afraid of those things, taxes, if you want to bury your head in the sand during tax season, which was always my story for like years and years and years until about three years ago, hey, Chad uh, Brown. I know. Look, Chad, yesterday, he sent me an email yesterday and was like, are you asking questions before we file? I'm so proud. And I was I like, know, I know the people. Okay. Right. Um, but then also it is, it's about pivoting and being able to um, add to what you currently offer. And, and one other big component, because we talk strategy, we talk mindset in the business reboot, but one big thing is we talk about how to love the life that you're living. Like we work our tails off running businesses and um, we, people will always say, I'm doing it so that I can have a better life. I'm doing it so that I can spend time with my family. I'm doing it. So, and then they never actually do that thing. <laughs> you know, they're they, so caught up in the, yeah, in so work caught up. It, right. Right. And so we realized that if we can help them too, with, mindset and strategy and creating systems and helping them figure out how to diversify, they will beat burnout, which then in turn leads to more creativity. It it will allow you to realize that your business is a faucet. It's like a dozen faucets. And when one idea doesn't work, you can pick up the next. You know, they say every millionaire has seven streams of income. And I will tell you between Corey and I, we have like 917 business ideas from like a t-shirt line to like anything that, that if something happens and it doesn't work, we know exactly where to pick up. And you don't get the opportunity to do that when you are completely burned out and you hate what you're doing because you're not tending to the parts that need attention. Which is um, yourself. Yeah, yourself, yourself, working on yourself, working on getting things structured and organized in your business that feels really hard when you don't have a bird's eye view of it. But if you can just pull back a little bit, um, alignment, it sounds, it's like such a buzzword, such a like cheesy buzzword, but it's something that Corey and I have become attunely or acutely aware of in, in our lives. And anytime we go, this doesn't sit, this doesn't settle. We Mm, then we go, let's, let's, let's pause and let's think about it. Um, and then we can move forward when we have the peace about it. Um, and so we just, that that's like the big thing is we want to encourage people move forward in your business in peace, but also pour into yourself, pour into the parts that are important that are going to move the needle in your business. Um, and that's going to allow you to build other things that will help you diversify. So to get back to that, like we both had been running in pivots for years and diversifying for years, but, um, we realized other people that wasn't, that wasn't as common as we thought that it was. 
Well, I told you there's three segments to the show. And that one went really long because it was really good content. And I, I just kept wanting to keep asking questions. But the second segment is getting to know the person behind the sign. So, Corey, I'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Maybe something that even Melissa doesn't know about you that you would that would make her stop and say, say what now? I know a lot, John. I don't know. I was going to say, John, that might stump me there because I'm going to tell you, first of all, I'm pretty much an open book. What you see is what you get with me. Um, and and Melissa, she's she's read about all the chapters that I that I. <laughs> That's right. So I get that answer a lot, Corey. In about right. two minutes from now, you're going to go, oh, when I was a little girl or when I was in college. So how far back do you all go? <clears throat> Gosh. Okay. So I actually saw Melissa on stage. This is a, a fun, fun fact. I saw Melissa, Melissa on stage. Was that 2016, Melissa? Probably. Yeah. I think it was a 2016 retreat. Melissa was on stage. Um, that was fame. I didn't even know it. Yes. Yes. Oh, so, so I saw her name and face because she was on staff at a retreat on staff for free at a retreat. Yeah, that was, <laughs> fame was free is what I'm saying. Exactly. So I saw, that's how I first ran across the name Melissa Pepin. And so realized that we were working in the same creative circles time and time again. And so that is, I was an attendee of the retreat. And what's so funny is that now we actually created, we create retreats together. Um, and, and, <laughs> And I think part of that is because we were a part of workshops, education, um, retreats for so many years that basically we took all, took all the things that we loved and saw, and then maybe some of the things that we wished would have been included in some of the retreats that we attended. And that was the magic formula and the secret sauce for, for where we are in creating retreats now. Um, but fun fact, oh gosh, Melissa, I really have to think about this. Well, that kind of, that kind of is a fun fact. It actually goes back to something that Melissa said earlier that I thought was really powerful. And I hope, I hope everybody caught this. You know, you guys said you've been doing this for a while. You go to retreats and sometimes when you have content or information and there's nothing beyond that, it becomes redundant and people start tuning you out. So when you're experiencing these retreats and you see the things that are impactful and that are working and the things that you feel like are almost fillers and you're able to take that out and be very intentional, which one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I know we're getting into the personal stuff, but these annual retreats, I, I saw, is, is this, do you, you said multiple. I thought I saw that you did one a year. Um, mm -hmm. Speak to that real quickly before we jump over to um, Melissa and ask her the same question. So now you got, you got some prep time, Melissa, to think. Right. Yeah. So, so for the retreats, we do them. Um, last year we did two. Um, yeah. This year. It was our first year. So it was we our first year. So we were yeah. like, let's see how this goes. So now we do them just, we're doing that just once this year. Um, and, and what has, what we found to be um, the, the biggest uh, piece that, that we were intentional in creating it this way. And then was the thing that all of our attendees leaving the retreat talked about the most was that we created um, very intentional, really impactful content. No, like rah, rah, cheerleader, feel good. I mean, there's feel good stuff. I mean, we mm -hmm. might laugh and cry with you um, and drink a glass of wine with you too. But uh, we also wanted it to not be any fluff. We wanted right. people to, to yes, be inspired, but more, more importantly, let's dig into your mindset issues. Let's dig into your strategy. How can we tweak those to make your business even more successful and scalable and to, to bring growth into your business? Um, but then we also really were wanting to make sure that there was work time because what would happen, especially for women, we leave our families, we leave our, our homes, our businesses, and we go into these retreats 
retreats and workshop conference type settings, it's like drinking water from a fire hose. You're getting all of this content, great content. Sometimes it's fluffy content, but you're getting it and you're, you get you know, re, re-inspired, reignited, like so on fire for your business. And then you bring it all home and there are the kids and soccer practice and carpool and dishes, like, like all the things you re-enter into mom and business world. And then all of those plans and all of that excitement lives in that notebook or that journal that you wrote down all the things in from the retreat. And so there was never any time to really work on the things that you were learning. And so Melissa and I wanted to make sure that as we built out our timeline and as we built out our days for this retreat, we really wanted to make sure there was learning time and then there was implementation and work time to where what you were building out, you could have our immediate feedback. You could have everybody else's immediate feedback to say, you know what, you might wanna think about this. Mm, I love that idea. Let's go a little further with that. Or maybe let's retweak those numbers a little because I don't know that that's going to make sense to your audience or your community. Um, And creating in a vacuum once you get home is never helpful because there's nobody to say, yes, keep going. You're on the right track. And with Melissa and I, the coaching part of it and um, having that one-on-one time with our attendees is so, so important as well as sitting down when the, when the day is done, we stay in the houses with um, the ladies that are at our retreat and we'll be sitting down with a laptop at nine o'clock, all in our jammies. Let's hammer out some pricing. You know, your tears need to be tweaked a little. Let's do this now. And they were so, they were so in shock. Like, wait a minute, the day is done. Basically, it's time for all of us to go our separate ways, but you're still here. And that was something that we heard time and time again from our ladies was that that made such a difference. It sounds like a lifetime movie, you know, the, the jammy party, doing, <laughs> all the ladies doing their business plans and I am it all out. That's great. So Melissa, I did not forget. The question is uh, up on the T for you. Something about yourself that maybe Corey or some some, you know, some of your uh, staff that you work with, I don't know, might be surprised to learn about you. And when they, when they did, they would say something along the lines of, say what now? I don't know that it's, I, I, um, I think it's maybe something that I haven't specifically told Corey. It is not something that she'll be surprised at. Um, but I used to record commercials, <laughs> just for myself. I literally would pick up products and be like, have you tried? And so I've always, (laughs) I always anticipated being on the radio. I just just never thought that there'd be a podcast that did it. But (laughs) that was, I was an only child, John. It was a grim youth. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, (laughs) but, but yeah, I, I, um, I recorded commercials for myself. (laughs) That that is beautiful. It's that's good. the kind of content. That's worst actually part is that... we're gonna clip that one out. We're gonna put that in the promo stuff. That's good stuff. The worst part is like if I go to somebody's house and I'm in their bathroom and um I will see their soap, I automatically pick it up and I can read like the little caption where it's like for digestion, bloating and immunity. Like I it just it's <laughs> it's a tick, really. <laughs> I mean, just weird habits of Melissa Pepin. Let's go. I, I just think I, I I just think we had a moment here. Like, did. We had a breakthrough. This is I feel like we're in a therapy session. That's awesome. Always. Right? So I just got a warning. We got like nine minutes left. So I'm gonna ask you guys one more question with this, and we're gonna jump into my favorite segment, which is called "This Is My Athens," and we'll talk about all the great things about Athens, and you tell me what you love about it. Before we do, I got one more question for you. Um, what is something um, that you wish that, and and we can be specific to lady entrepreneurs, business owners, or just in general, 
but something that you wish that everybody knew that maybe we all don't? Just one common fact, belief system, something. Um, I'll start this, Corey, if that's okay. Um, that you don't need more to be more. Like really when it comes down to it is your grit, your drive, your determination. It may need to be honed a little, um, but you are worth chasing the dreams. <laughs> um, if you're not allowing yourself time to dream, you should do that. But but everything that you have in you right now, you don't need something else to make it all happen. You don't need something else to make it all happen. Well, this is the podcast right there. That was good. No pressure, Corey. Well, it's so funny because I'm laughing and I'm giggling and like near tears because basically my, what I was going to say was you have everything you need within you. You have all the parts. And I think that as business owners, we like to, to, or tend to think we need to chase all the shiny things. We need to, you know, add this in, we need to pay for this. And then before you know it, all the money that's coming into your business is actually going out of your business. Um, and so that was exactly what I was going to say is you have everything you are equipped. You have everything you need within you um, to do this thing and to do it really well. You just need Sometimes it's somebody, sometimes it is a piece of content. Sometimes it's something that a podcast that you listen to that will give you, like Melissa said, that, that little tiny spark of creativity. That's like, okay, I got this. I can do it. And it's the belief that you can do it. That that's really all you need. It is. And, and secondarily really quick is we have seen the value of supporting people, of people having coaches and people by their side as they run their businesses. And if you'd asked me 10, 15, 18 years ago, if I thought that was something that was necessary for people in business, I'd have been like, no, you're fine. But um, entrepreneurship is one of the loneliest things that you can do. And it will take over your life. It will take over your family life if you're not careful. And having a coach or a support system, somebody to talk to specifically about how you're running your business, what you're growing growing through, what you're going through, um, all of those things that's not someone in your house may be the best thing that people can do for running their business because it will save you heartache and stress of um, seeing people around you not love the business that you're running because all they hear about is how much it's beating you up. And, um, and so everything's in you that you ever need. And also support is something that you really should highly consider. Yeah. I think uh, you guys referenced ministry. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that Jesus talked about in the New Testament too, in, in discipleship. You always have to have somebody that you're not just accountable to, but growing up to. And I, I love this analogy. I haven't talked about this in a long time, but I saw this picture, this poster of, and it's just, it's just a, there's not even words. It's just a picture of a man with his hand stretched up and there's, you can see a hand pulling him up at the same time. You look down, I can't see it in the camera shot here, but he's reaching down, he's pulling somebody up. And I thought that's a perfect picture of what our lives should be. We should yeah. have somebody that that's helping us to get better, to grow, um, whether that's, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually on our businesses. And you're also at the same time, you're, you're feeding somebody else and helping them grow. Right. So, um, I don't know why I thought about that when you guys just described what you described, but that's the mental picture that I had in my head. I love that. I think too that when people struggle with sales, one thing that's really important when we talk about that, we go, you have to understand that you're serving people. Like yeah. it is not scary to tell them how you can reach your hand out and help them. And so I love, I love that, that you said that because it, it totally pertains to business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. Um, thank you for sharing that. So this is my Athens. So, so Corey, I know that you're just going to be kind of jealous. I know you said, where's your brother live, by the way? You said he lives close. 
So he is in Lawrenceville. Yep. And, yep. So close by. And so whenever I visit, I always make sure that it's a, a two for one trip because I see Melissa and my brother and his family. Two for, I love it. And let's just, let's just say it, Athens is a destination city, man. There's so much. I, one of our, our guests early on said that it's the smallest big city that you'll ever be a part of. So you get all the benefits of the big city without the Atlanta traffic and all the stuff that goes along with it mm-hmm. from sports, food, you name it. In fact, that's the point of this segment. Let me ask you in since you're since you're on the home team here, Melissa, I'll start with you. But what is your favorite thing about Athens? Ooh, I'm from here, like born at St. Mary's, like oh wow, come left on, for six minutes to go to college and then came back to UGA. Um, I think, um, I mean, the food, the the downtown, like just the terrain. I really love all of it. Every time we think about moving, I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> the coffee, like that, that's all important to me. And it's all in one place. I, I agree. And UGA, I'll, don't get me started. This is all about you guys. Sorry. I just got excited again. <laughs> that's right. When you come to Athens, Corey, what's your favorite thing? Well, I, like Melissa said, she took me downtown and being able to see all the restaurants and the shops and um, just the coffee shops, like all the things right there. It's so awesome. We are on the coast of North Carolina and a very, very tiny town. In fact, whenever I was sick last year, Melissa tried to um, door dash something for me. And she was like, okay, I could get you a McDonald's ice cream cone. Like that's all that you have. Like we don't have Uber Eats. We don't have machines working. So what I love is going to, you know, cities like Athens where you have so much right there. It's a college town. Like there's just always something going on. We're on the coast um, right off of Emerald Isle, like southern tip of the Outer Banks. So we're a little more secluded. I don't think I could ever leave the beach. But I will say when I was in Athens last time, I did come home and tell my husband, we need to get on Zillow. Like just what would it look like if we relocated to Athens? He was like, Corey, you say this. I'm like, no, no, but I really do love Athens. He's like, we are not having this discussion. I love you, but we've moved I'm still 12 trying. times. We're not moving. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm telling you, Athens, when people come and visit, it's it's a, at the very least, it's a place you want to come back to. Yeah, right. There's so much to experience from the classic center. I don't know if we talk about that place enough. They have so much going on there. You need to check that out, folks. Um, we are down to two minutes. So um, my producer back here, the, the I'm, I'm making somebody up. I got an imaginary producer. Yeah, back this here. is the imaginary intern. We love that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So look, I've got so much to learn. I don't want to. I don't want to stop. But is there anything else that you would want the audience to know before we wrap this thing up? That maybe even a question I should have asked that I didn't. I don't think so. I mean, we have a retreat coming up. It, the okay. doors are open. Let's, let's talk about how to get a hold of you guys, things you got going on right now, and then we'll. Yeah. Um, so we have a retreat that's coming up. It's actually going to be on Lake Norman this year outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. It'll be September 17th through 21st. And it is an all inclusive retreat for female entrepreneurs only. Um, I will say our business has morphed from being originally for photographers at our very first retreat, and we opened it up to creative entrepreneurs, but we also have a mastermind that um, helps businesses grow and gives them accountability um, for long-term growth, and that ended up having men and women in it. So um, we've really morphed to be like small business coaches, which has been the best because that's where our heartbeat is in business. But you can find out more about our retreat on our website at thebusinessreboot.com. You can follow us on Instagram at businessreboot, and you can listen to our podcast every Wednesday, um, the Business Reboot Podcast. It is, it's really fun. (laughs) Perfect. 
Athens, I hope you enjoyed this half as much as I did. These ladies are awesome. Maybe we can do this again. We'll, we'll pick yeah, a topic and do something specific. Yes. I absolutely uh, uh, had a blast. But until next time, Athens, go oh, dogs. Stick them. <laughs> I love it. Sure, hey guys, thank you very much. I literally <laughs> am like on a 10 second countdown. I'm going to come right back. So I want to say goodbye to you before okay. I go. Okay. Awesome. Okay, guys, we did it. We made it to the end of the show. Now that you've heard at least one episode, can you do me a favor? If you know someone you would like to hear on a future episode, you can contact us or have them contact us at podcastjohng at gmail.com or just message us on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Just search the Classic City Business Podcast. You'll find us. One more thing. Please like rate, review, and share. All of this really helps a lot. We really do want to connect our community to the local business owner. We believe this is a great platform to do just that. And thank you for taking this ride with us as we get to know the people behind the sign. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Athens, until next time, I'm John G. And go dogs.